Hey, what's up? This is Community Service with Greg Conan. That's me. Man, you're so nice and organized. Damn. These are goals. These are goals. Look how linear everything is. It's got shit written down put neatly. Your, put your little headphones on. Talking to the camera. Good to get to. This, this is Hollywood, baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah, baby. Yeah, yeah, baby. This is Hollywood, baby. Oh my God, are we, are we, are we rolling? We are rolling. Oh, where's my, oh, lip, where's my lip gloss? I can't work like this. Oh, Do I look goofy? there's a microphone, big time. Hey, hey, hey it's my goofy. It's my goofy gay friend. <laughs> Should I do no glasses or glasses? No glasses, fucking nerd. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> I wear glasses. I wear glasses. Contacts, because I don't want to be picked on. I'm a child of the 80s. I just need them to drive. I just need them because I'm blind. I'm negative. Oh, I forgot. 7.5 or something is bad. I didn't know I needed... Why do I say it that way? I didn't, I didn't know I needed glasses until I was 18 and I went to get my driver's license after I was out of high school. And uh, I did everything okay, and then I, I leaned in and looked in the, you know, the little yeah. sight thing, the old school sight things. Yeah. And I was reading numbers, and there were letters. <laughs> <laughs> One, two, three, four. It's A, B, C. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I forgot to introduce you. Hey, everybody. This is Eric Hahn. Did I say it right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's it, baby. I just get happy to have humans in my home. Oh, my God. <laughs> Human being. Human being. He's a very funny comedian. You, I think, were the first person to give me a show. Do you remember that? The very first? The very first at, like, room five. Holy shit. That, uh, I mean, I had done a few shows. You saw me at Jerry Katzman's showcase at the HaHa. Ha. Yeah. That was one of, uh, very, very early on. And then, uh, and then you gave me a show. You said, "Hey, you want to do my show?" And I was like, "What? Yeah!" <laughs> and I was so high at that time that I only—I was drinking and drugging and stand up for a very short amount of time, maybe six months to a year. And that's when I was kind of pussyfooting around and just doing it once in a while. Uh, anyways, I was so high that I don't know why I just assumed you were Asian. And I remember you going, "You're not Asian," and you're like. And you said to me, how high are you? And I was like, oh, I felt real dumb. <laughs> you don't remember that? I do. I think I remember. And I was high because I felt I was humiliated. <laughs> I remember thinking for a minute, I'm like, I have fucked a ton of Asian guys. Maybe maybe I'm catching it. Maybe I yeah, you look, got the, you got look the a little Asian. Virus back then. Well, I'm coming, Bad jokes. Don't I'm coming bring in it hot with don't the bring F it. word. If that's okay. Can we curse on this? Fuck. Cock. 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 Thank God. Bitch. Pussy. <laughs> Do you remember room five? How fun that little room was. It was, was? Great. Oh. great. It was a great room. Remember stand up? Remember stand up? <laughs> oh. Ho, ho. I can't wait till it comes back. I just got a pleasant email while I was pooping while you were waiting. I'm sorry I had a smoothie. It's flexing. husk. I washed my hands. No, uh, did you close the bathroom door? That that's a total straight guy move. Is like take a dump and then leave the bathroom door open and it just floats in. I was raised with women, man. Are you kidding me? I put the lid down. First of all, you put the lid down 
and the seat down for two reasons. Don't get yelled at by your sisters, your mama, your girlfriend, your wife, whatever. If you're gay, dude, doesn't apply. (laughs) 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 But, you know, I got yelled at my whole life. And then also, too, the the lid is there for a reason. It's a a pee-pee-poo-poo splash guard. Nobody knows that. When you flush with the lid, the lid open, it flings piss and shit into the air and gets fecal matter on your toothbrush. You're welcome. <laughs> also, I'm a I'm a I'm a three flusher shitter, man. I'll three, four, five flush it. I'm not trying to make my tiny ass apartment rancid. You know what I mean? Yeah. I never understood the one flusher people. I'm like, what do you do? What do you want to marinate in your poop there, bro? <laughs> Wait, you as soon it get... as it's coming out, I'm. <laughs> me too. Me too. So it's just quick. It's gone. Yeah, I have no desire to look at it. I'm. I want it gone. Wherever it goes, I want it to go yeah. there. <laughs> go away. I knew I heard something. I was like, am I on drugs again? Um, how are you? <laughs> no, hang on. What was there? There's more to the poop. I don't remember. It's Have gone. you tried that poo spray Poopery, thing? I have it. Yeah, it works. it works. I haven't tried that poo but spray But I'm yet. such a quick flusher. It's like it's not even necessary. You guys, once the poo-poo exit the, the booty, flush. Literally yeah. like... Yeah. It's like... I'm it's good amazing. at I'm good at sound effects. It's amazing how that works. I should works. have been a director. How have you been through all this? Oh man? God, I'm going fucking nuts, man. Just keep buying knives. No, I've already had those. Um, uh, God damn it, trash man. <laughs> I uh, yeah. Just can they can is it He'll picking probably up? Probably here now. It's so loud. Okay, yeah. There's a, there's a heckler outside. It's a trash man. This is L.A. I'm surprised we don't hear like. Cops and helicopters and robbers. Freaking... Yeah, just been going nuts, man. Just not good for the brain. I've been doing all. I've been surviving. Uh, yeah. How yeah. are you doing? I'm doing good. You know, I've been uh, very rigorous on keeping a schedule and doing everything that you have to do to keep your head together. You know what I mean? Yeah. Meditate. I've been I've been used I've been trying to utilize this time as best as I can. And not going crazy about it, but like just doing my due diligence every day. Like you said it one I think your last podcast, you're like clean your ass. Didn't you I'll say wash that? your booty. <laughs> wash your booty. That's such a that's such a good that's advice. That's true. I uh I I bat I'm fucking some days I'm busy and I wash my ass and I garden and and I exercise and i feel great then the other day i just sit in here dirty and watch conspiracy videos and just pick at my face and brain and i'm just like this is bad man and and i just get shell-shocked and uh don't do that it's part of the process though you know? I, th- I think everything's going to be fine you yeah. know what i mean i i'm just thankful that we don't have to deal with a lot of sickness and death that's the the main thing i was worried about in March was that people were going to just start dying that we knew. Yeah. And I'm just so thankful that we're not having to deal with that. I remember what I was going to say, but let's talk about death and bring it down real bad. (laughs) Um, That's so like me. I was like, Hey, no, it it, it is true. That's why I'm just like, I know the shit's real. I know we need to be safe. And, but it's just like, it's just, they just pump out. Do you ever see, how to build up your immune system or their survival rate. Oh my God, this many people survived. You know what I mean? They always highlight like, 
a newborn died and it wasn't even from coronaviruses because the mom had coronavirus and then she went into premature it died because it was premature but they make it seem you know what i mean like it's just everything's highlighted to fear 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 and it's so annoying and i know there is it there should be some fear for sure of course i'm not saying that but it's like why do we have to highlight that 150 percent of the time can we have a fucking ounce of good you know what i mean it scares the hell out of people. I know, I know. Every highlight is. I'm a big fan of Tim Dillon, and he, um, he explains it a lot better than me. But it's just like every highlight, like he did a post where he's like, uh, "Old folks' home got wiped out by coronavirus," but it was the title was like "Coronavirus kills 80 percent rate" or something. You know, they didn't say that everyone was over 85 and was already sick as fuck and on their way out of this world. Anyways, I'm I'm saying it's still horrible. But they just made it seem like what it wasn't. And then you read in depth. You're like, oh, those people were on chemo. You know what I they mean? They were like, weeks it's just away like, from dying anyway. Yeah, and it's just like that's the news. And I, that's what I'm mad at. It's like, why do you do that? We're already struggling as it is because it's clickbait and people tune in. Yeah, that's people why. are. I mean, I hate watch everything Trump is on. I'm, I'm addicted to it. Like I watch all the press conferences, all the things, just because I want to somehow revel in you this. Want to, you want to just be angry? Yeah. And, uh, you know, there's days I don't do it, but most of the time I'm tuning in and, and just hate watching. Dude, there's this one thing I've been watching. Uh, Trump's blooper reel of his species, as I, as I <laughs> fuck up a word. It is so funny. I literally lose my oxygen all the time because... If you hate, if most people hate him. If you hate him, because he's kind of a dumb dumb or is a dumb dumb, uh, watch this fucking speech, dude. He, have you seen it? It's yeah, I think he slurs and dude, but they highlight. He says like he butcher. He talks worse than me. It'd be like if I were president and doing <laughs> speeches, and I'm just like. What I like to do is I like to watch the people behind him, watch their eyes, because some of them are very smart people, and you can just tell that they're just dying inside yeah. because they're like, "This guy's a fucking idiot," <laughs> but they can't, they can't say that or they can't respond. But you could just see it in their eyes. Yeah, I'll I'll put the link on the YouTube, but it's uh, I believe it's the uh, Trevor Noah Show Daily Show, and they highlight it and then caption his fucked up words and it is just straight gibberish and it is fucking funny it might lift you out and make you hate them and a little less you know it's hard to do that we gotta vote them out in november we have to vote them out (laughs) dude this america we're fucking dumb as shit (sighs) he's in there to begin with (laughs) he's you know what i mean i don't want to bring everybody down but (laughs) i said this before but our our presidential choices is like a retard and a dementia like how the fuck did it how did dementia become the better option (laughs) how the fuck did this happen guys yeah how are those uh, whatever happened to bernie i know he's a fossil who gives a fuck i know he spits when he talks and he's got a little little smoked salmon on the corner of his mouth but it's it's like (laughs) that guy had a perfect record man Jesus when did Christ. like when did old guys become like the hot thing? You know, I wish it was that way in comedy. What happened be, to John? I'd be fucking killing. It. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to just laugh in your face. That's <laughs> true. Oh uh, shit! I always think that people that go to book me on shows, I think their thought process is like, 
do we need an old gay guy? Uh, sure, why not? Just bring him along. Bring him along. Oh, I'll book you. I don't. I don't run a show. I booked you here. Yeah, there you go, dude. I've never. I did, let's just get this out of the way. I'm not gay. No, I've never seen you do a show where you don't absolutely just destroy you're an amazing comedian i just i know that's probably gonna make you uncomfortable i don't want to <laughs> but you're just so eric fucking I'm a, funny well thank you buddy i am a child of abuse so it's very hard to take a compliment <laughs> i just go oh well thanks buddy yeah i just i don't know i just love stand-up it shows and people pick up on that people it. people pick it. up on your vibes you know what i mean you're put you're doing really great I also am just a weirdo, like, uh, I have an advantage because if you just look at me, you're already laughing at me, you know, like, <laughs> this fucker, you know, this dumb, dumb. That's awesome. I've, I've always wanted to be that kind of comic where like you, you see them and you're like, yep, it's that guy. It's that, you know, you're fitting into a, a cl- like a boom, like a niche is I'm, the word. I'm appreciative of being a weirdo and looking like a weirdo because uh oh my god you know in the beginning if i didn't have that little edge of just being a a fucking something you'd grin at right out the gate like i would die this shit is hard you know what i mean very hard imagine just relying on skill set and not looking like a goof i don't know how (laughs) i I don't want to know that's a you know what i mean yeah but you know i can't imagine doing anything else i know it's the shit, man. Stand up. Oh, that's the back to the poop. And now that we're done being morbidly depressed. Let's talk about fecal matter again. <laughs> <laughs> when I was pooping, I read an email. I got a date again. They rescheduled my Arizona date. Uh, July uh, 23rd, everybody. I'm back. Because I was. I just fucking started headlining. And I... It got... Canceled. It got canceled. canceled. It got canceled. July 23rd through 26th, Arizona. I'm coming back. Yes. Limited capacity, so get your tickets. They're I'll, probably going to be staggering the seating. I, I just got this email, so I'll make promotional stuff. And what city in Arizona? Phoenix, I believe. I have friends in Phoenix. Dude, oh my God. I was literally uh, about to go on six straight weekends, headlining, plus like a Delia date, and uh, featuring in Vegas. At Brad Garrett's, and then it was just, what <laughs> Those dates will come back, though. I would have made the most money I would have made ever in my life, period, and from doing what I love. And the Lord said, go fuck yourself, Craig Conan. <laughs> go fuck yourself. You think you're going to be independent? No, I'm just kidding. I yeah, think he just shit. said, wait. Just wait a little bit. Because I wait, think it's all going to come back. until everybody's scared, and then you could do 25% capacity afterwards. Uh. Wait. <laughs> Less money. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, God. <laughs> I love death. Mm. Hi, rah, rah, rah. Oh, man. Well, good for you, man. I'm glad that, that you uh, got those back. And... So cool. <sighs> wow. I know I'm about to start just fucking hitting the road and going to states that were open. I don't know. It's so scary because... Did you know stand up how hard it is? I literally, we do it every night of our lives or as much as humanly possible and allowed, you know, and uh, now I haven't done it in the longest I've ever not done it with two months. And now I have to go do an hour. I was like, I don't remember five minutes, you know, <laughs> like, oh, man, 
I'm just going to have notes be like, I'm sorry, guys. You know what the fuck happened. The world shut down. <laughs> and Stan, Sam Morell had the best tweet. I probably mentioned it before, but it's like he said, uh, he tweeted, it took me 10 years to get good at stand-up and two, two weeks, weeks to, to get terrible. bad. Yeah. To be terrible. Thank you for remembering it better than me. I fucking love that it's, guy. He's so funny, dude. Oh, man. And it's true, man. Stand-up is one of those things. It's not like riding a bike. You lose it. You lose it. But you know the good thing, though, is that, uh, I'm, I, you know, I, I'm always trying to put a positive spin on things, but it's true that when we're artists, if we go through a particular period where everything is wonky and we have to deal with it and we have to and we have pain and discomfort and that's when the best work comes about. That's yeah, when the best I know. work it's comes so about. annoying. <laughs> <laughs> the bubonic plague. Look at the art. You know, <laughs> the world's dying. It is true, and it is annoying. I do think we're gonna reap gifts from this time. I really do, and I I think that they're already coming, but they're gonna come Did in waves. Reap or rape? Reap, and I said come too, but not because I <laughs> just came. <laughs> in the door. Ah. <laughs> That's what I miss is booty. Oh yeah, you can't wax that ass, dude. I this is the longest I've ever gone without. I mean, you know, looking this bad, this is the longest. I've you look ever. good. You got those blue eyes. Thanks, man. Um, no, I always say this. I'll be like, man, I wish I was gay. You could just get your dick sucked in eight minutes, you know? He's gone grinder. Be like, hey, I feel like getting my dick sucked. And 17 minutes later, there's a guy on your dick. See, the irony is. I don't like guys. Here's the irony, though. I think most gay guys don't would prefer to suck a dick rather than get their dick sucked. I know I'm that way. What? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, no wonder you guys are so happy. <laughs> <laughs> this is a overabundance of dick suckers and not receivers. I think it's because it's a, it's awesome uh, doing that to somebody, giving that kind of, you know, pleasure to somebody. Did I don't I make know it about weird? that. <laughs> <laughs> I've never just seen a banana and be like, if I could just shove that down my throat, <laughs> that would be lovely. But when you're getting it, you're just kind of like, you know, oh, well, okay. It's just, I mean, unless somebody really knows how to give a good one, it's not all that thrilling, you know? It's just kind of like, uh, that's why I think a lot of them you talk during it. They're like, oh, yeah, suck that dick. Are you <laughs> sucking that dick? I'm like, yeah, that's what I'm doing. That's <laughs> not playing backgammon. You know what I mean? Like, I just. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Oh, my God. That's such a typical gay dude's point of view. All straight guys, like, what? No, I wasn't. Because I think straight guys perceive it as very demeaning to have a dick in your mouth. You know what I mean? Like, I think that they see that as like a, a weakness. I've never understood how a lot of women, like you'll be hot and heavy and getting intimate and whatnot. And then you go to have sex and they're like, no, but I'll suck your dick. I know I'm not a woman, but in my head, I'm like, that seems way more intimate than like condom sex. You know, we're not even really touching. Yeah, but to have somebody in you down there, I, that's I, I know, like, I've never, I can't. That's intense. Yeah, but I'm just like, all right, so you don't want, it's just so funny. It's just like funny. I was like, in, in my head, the other one's more intimate. I don't know. Kaksaka. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, green tea. <laughs> yeah, maybe I should get a little. 
a little sip of my Pelly. I can't, I can't believe you bring beverages to my home. You know I have snacks. I got I but seven, I, eight different liquids in there. I always Ooh. have water on me. I'm 52. You know what I mean? It's all about the moisture at this point. Keep it wet, baby. Keep it wet, baby. Squit, squit. <laughs> what? What's happening? <laughs> rah, rah, rah. So I'm unemployed, by the way. Like, I, I don't have any job right now. Yeah, but you get unemployment. I'm getting a they, sweet deal. I hope I they're know. not watching this. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, they uh, denied me, those fucking bastards. Why? I got to re redo it. I don't know. They can't deny you right now. You have to. You. I'll, I'll reapply. I got denied as an employee, and now I have to redo it as an independent contractor. Yeah. And then what happens is when you get that. I don't know why I got denied. <laughs> well, when you get it, they they may the backtrack back. and go, yep, you get it. Yeah, I stopped paying him because he's like, ah, <laughs> if I get the back pay, I, I'm going to back pay you too. I'm sorry. Thanks. And thank you. Yeah, because I went to pay him. He's like, <laughs> I'm just selling T-shirts. <laughs> uh, but it's been going, dude. I've been killing in the T-shirts. Those are so great. I can't, like, I don't... The, Thanks, guys. You know what I like about your merch? Your merch is similar to uh, uh, some comics in town that have merch that can be sold on its own. Like even if nobody knew who you were, it would still be funny to wear that shirt. Yeah, I know. That's I. I like. I like. Uh, I know it's my face, and it seems cocky and conceited, but I look like a dumb dumb, and it's like a like like a skater, druggy, streetwear shirt, and that's all I love and wear, and I'm. Lily wearing Tupac with L.A. on it, and my shirt is just me. It's with, perfect. I did too much drugs, man, and uh, yeah, it's just it's, drugs are funny, you know. They I, are. They're awesome. I'm on like three right now. What? Just kidding. <laughs> Give me some. Just a Zoloft. You're still sober? Aren't yeah. you sober? Zoloft, St. John's Wort, and a multivitamin. Those are my three that I'm on right now. <laughs> well, then I'm on 12. I'm on vitamin D, vitamin C, flax oil. <laughs> Those don't fucking count. <laughs> kombucha. How um, old are you now? I'm turning 36. Oh, my God. Where does the time go? In five days. It's my birthday. Wow. Dude, I stopped looking at the calendar just because it kind of made me depressed. Because, like, time doesn't. It's like not real right now. It's so weird. It's going slow and fast at the same time. Yeah, I just kind of like put the blinders on. And I know that sounds made up, but I did not look at the date. And I didn't even realize my birthday's in five days. My birthday's May 24th. I turned 36. That's incredible. What's Happy up, Hollywood? <laughs> Fucking book me already. You cock fuck. You literally look 28. I need to shave my pussy today, too. It's my favorite thing. It's so silly. It's I so silly. Do you trim your own? Yeah, I just get the little clippers. I try, but I, I tried today, but I, I miss spots and I have to go to my barber. I can't wait till my barber reopens and he can like give me a nice little lineup. You know what I mean? Just I know. I can't wait to go to my hairstylist. <sighs> I feel like, do you know, like I feel like, um, do you know in the Wizard of Oz when they're visiting the Emerald City and they, they, all get makeovers, you know what I mean? Do you remember? Am I being too gay right now? You look lost. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck. He touched me. In the, <laughs> in the Wizard of Oz, where they go to visit the whiz, wizard for the first time, they all get makeovers, you know? Like the, the Tin Man gets all shined up, and the Scarecrow gets all new hay, and... 
Dorothy gets all like her curls all done. Don't you remember this part? Anyway, I'm <laughs> I'm gonna need I'm gonna need that. No, I I mean I've seen that movie a million times. But I don't remember the makeover part. I mean, I guess I don't know. I gotta rewatch it. We used to watch that so much as kids, me and my sisters. But I'm gonna need a makeover because I'm like fucking like my t- I had a temporary crown in the back of my mouth that it fell out fell out and and it was falling I cracked out. My tooth like the day three of quarantine, <laughs> and I was like this. Of all times. I had to glue mine in with, I had to go and buy denture (laughs) adhesive, and I was gluing it in like every other day because it was popping out. Just throw it away. One time, well, I wanted it covered up. Oh, it's a lid. Oh, I get it. And then one time, I I had it, it came out during the meal, so I just put it on my plate and just finished eating, (laughs) and then I forgot it was on my plate and put it down the garbage disposal, and I'm like... I, oh my god so i had to reach in before i turn it on i reached in fish that fucker uh, out i mean that doesn't seem sanitized <laughs> disinfected I mean, uh, it i that, cleaned it real well you know that's gross and then put it back in <laughs> so i got lupus now is what i'm trying to say lupus <laughs> nice what's that just some kind of illness no but i'm just saying i i'm cut and paste i'm just cut and paste it together <laughs> But you know we're 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 doing it. We're yeah, doing I, it, man. I cracked my crown on uh, a mint, and it's just cracked in half now. And uh, and it's still in your head though, both pieces. Yeah, it's it's just. What kind of mint? A good one. <laughs> I guess so. Real strong, made of wood. <laughs> <laughs> a wood mint. <laughs> Trader Joe's, this kind. It's my favorite. Man, you're still plugging for Trader Joe's. I still say we. We got a new product in. I'm like, stop saying that. <laughs> I did that <laughs> for CPK. Work there I did that for CPK for years. It's hard. They, they fired my ass the too. They fired you for doing stand up. I remember you told me that story. He said, "Hey CPK, can I post my stand up about CPK?" And they said, "Yeah, go ahead." And then he did, and then they fired him. Fired so my ass. So fuck you, CPK. <laughs> I'm still public enemy number one there too. Like. Uh, Really? Like they have nothing going on. I'm popular. At the home office. At CPK. Are you? <laughs> I suck all the cooks off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, oh I'm popular at Trader Joe's. You like, must have taken over from me. I, <laughs> <laughs> Give me that chorizo. Oh, my Puta. God. If I, had a, a la if I had a penny ay, for ay. every cook. <laughs> You'd have 99 pennies I, and a cock in your mouth. I'd have like a buck 15. Nice. Just, you know what I mean? I uh, no a Trader Joe's. I'm I'm uh, it went viral. You know, I fart on my manager. And everybody knows the story, and then I have lots of jokes about it, and it went pretty viral. And uh, I'll be shopping. I took Dave Gregory. You know, Dave Gregory, love him. Yeah, he's a uh, he was going a little blind. He's not so healthy. It's sad. It's fucked up. Why am I smiling? And he, I took him grocery shopping at Trader Joe's, but like way out in the boonies. He moved to the fucking like. Yeah, like I like don't even see it. Deep, him. like 45 minutes, no traffic valley, like Winnetka or some shit. Yeah. And I took him to Trader Joe's way out there. Never been out there. Never been to fucking Winnetka. <laughs> and then I took him to Trader Joe's shop for him. He can't see so good and he had a club foot. And uh, follow Dave Gregory. He's very funny. Everybody. He's got the sugar, right? He's got the diabetes. Yeah, diabetes. And, uh, and then like Trader Joe's employees like, hey. I know you, you're the fart guy. And I, was just, I started laughing, dude. I was cracking up. And I loved it. 
I, I liked it. the one where you were shaking all the sparkling the water. Guys, soda, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's classic move, man. I got a lot of customers. That's what you get. Funny, because I buy that shit, and I'm always like, I wonder if somebody shook this. Somebody Did you hear that, Mister Cat? Hang on, I gotta let my cat in. Just talk to Chris. Oh, good. I, well, I wanted to see your cat anyway. Bring in your pussy. <laughs> Hi. Hi. What's up, guy? What's his name? Mr. Cat. Mr. Cat. Hi. Oh, he just he wants to be down. Um, he just goes in and out, in and out, and he knocks on my door and I let him in just like that. And he goes Is he <laughs> fixed? Is he out there fucking or is he Oh, like... he's fucking, bro. No, he's fixed. You know, back in the day we never like the poodle that I grew up with. I grew up with a poodle. I don't know if you want to go in this direction, but I'm just talking out my my talking whatever yes. comes to me. But we had Does a poodle. Does it look like there's structure here, buddy boy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I still don't know if there's like a if there's one we'll particular get to it. thing. We'll one theme. Okay, but anyway, I had a dog that I grew up with. He was a poodle, and he lived for almost 20 years. He lived freakishly long, and he. Uh, was a racist son of a bitch. <laughs> Any black person that we had over to the house, he would bite them, snap at them. We had to put him in the... <laughs> like, he was just like... And his name How was... the dog get raised? His name was Blanc, which means white in French. <laughs> I know what it means. <laughs> I guess we set him up for we that. Set him up for... We used his to have name little... was Whitey. I don't know why. He hated black people. One day we walked in, he had like a hood on with like these eyes. I'm like... <laughs> KKK dog. No, but he would I think like. We're going to end this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, but anyway, he we never got him fixed because that wasn't in the in the style of the way things were done. So he just was fucking nuts all his whole life. He wanted to hump everything, chop his nuts off, man. We should have because that that was inhumane for us to keep him alive without that. You know. So I, I don't know. I think I think I me being promiscuous. I think m- me fucking all these dudes is making up for what he didn't get to do. Hmm. Do you did, think so spiritually? <laughs> did I tell the story about that kid that brought his dog's balls to school? Yeah, uh, it's a good story. <laughs> this kid, I'm not gonna name him, uh, but he brought his dog's testicles. To school in a pool of liquid blood in a Ziploc bag and for show and tell in sixth grade in Miss Maxson's class and everyone thought it was a fucking joke and then the whole school was talking about it he thought it was like interesting and we're like <laughs> did the teacher freak the hell out or what yes she was just like she didn't know what to do she like just threw it on a desk and she didn't want to t- touch it you know and she's like ah so then they just sat there I don't even know. He didn't get suspended. It was a different era back then. That's disgusting. I remember stabbing this kid in the tit with a pencil and the <laughs> lead broke off in him and nothing happened. <laughs> he had it for years. I stabbed him like freshman year and senior year. Like, I still got it. I uh, th- I had this one friend who was wild and going crazy in my in my house when my parents were gone. So I was messing around. I pulled out this big butcher knife and I'm like, I'm going to cut you, you know, and then I took like a playful boom like that and it went right into his arm and I cut the fuck out of him. <laughs> How old were you? I was like eight 
or something just fucking around with You're this murder yeah well he was fr- he had brought the garden hose into our house he was like spraying down the kitchen like he was like freaking out <laughs> and i i put that knife on him and cut him he had to go up why to was the, he spraying your kitchen he was a he was a bad fucking weird he's a nice kid huh? he he broke into our house once as a prank and he turned he broke into our house when he knew we were gone and he turned all of our clocks back an hour all of them in the house i like this guy i like this guy he definitely deserved to get stabbed a little bit but i like this kid we literally had the weirdest three days it took us that long to like wait is it daylight say what what it's That's a, a good prank. He wasn't allowed in the house anymore after that. Yeah, I can understand that. And, uh, and then that guy subsequently killed himself. Yeah, sounds like so, a guy that would do that. That's the message here. Don't, don't fuck with the Hans. <laughs> Hans. 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 Why did I think you were Asian? I just heard the last name and I just assumed you were Asian. Is that a last name? Is, it is. A lot of times, sometimes it's a first name for, like in, for a Chinese Han. It can be a first name. I grew up in Torrance, and uh, I was a lot of Asian people, and there was a lot of Hans, Eric, on, on, Han. <laughs> I love Asian. Tilla the Han. <laughs> I love Asian Hans, men. The Hans. Crazy about Asian men. I've been diving deep on YouTube videos of uh, empires. Like, there's so many cool empire maps where they show, like, the Mongolian Empire like fluctuate like you know how you can watch time-lapse view of plants growing you watch the, the empires grow and shrink it's so cool i've been wasting a lot of time doing that <laughs> i've been watching like 70s talk shows like dick cavin and shit i've been going into wormholes like <laughs> oh, i just yeah. can't believe some of the stuff that was on tv like just got you out of your what, what no wonder we we're so fucked up I've been watching a ton of fantasy. Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings, extended version, because why not? <laughs> Owls of Gahul. I tweeted about it again. Nobody's seen this movie. <laughs> it's so good. You guys, go watch Owls of... Have you seen Legends of the Guardians, Owls of Gahul? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I watch plane crash videos on YouTube. That's dark. There's tons of them, too. There's all different kinds of... Why are people filming the sky? Oh, my God. Sometimes they're from outside the plane. Sometimes they're from inside the plane. There's wonky landings, wonky takeoffs. It's a whole thing. Uh, yeah, I don't want to watch that, man. <laughs> <laughs> I fly for work. Yeah, see, I stopped doing it for a while because I was flying there for a while. But now, since, the, since COVID, I've been back on my plane crash thing and there's there's actually national geographic has a has a series that shows what happened they rebuild these you know step by step they take you through what happened and then they take you through the investigation of why flights went wrong so in essence it it calms you because then you're like oh they fixed that they got it they're on it and then one time i fucked a pilot and i asked him he i knew i found out he was a pilot for american airlines and so I told him, I'm like, when we get together, I'm going to have all these questions for you. Is that okay? Because <laughs> I'd never met a pilot before. Yeah. And so he's like, yeah. And so uh, I took him all my questions and we talked about it for like a good hour. And he calmed all my fears about flying. So they are all our drunks, right? <laughs> <laughs> he, they, re- they regulate that really well. And he was so like, 
he was so sexy. I guess that's the word I'm looking for. He was. I mean, he is a pilot. But he was like older than me, too. So it was like super hot at the time because I was like 32 and he was 50 or something. But he was like in shape. I don't know. Maybe I'm. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, man. (laughs) It was awesome. So if he's out there, I think his name was Tom. Well, Tom. Thanks for the info, Tom. I don't you hate it when you cross your legs and you pinch your nuts? Ugh. Dude, that video, I tweeted it once. There's a guy on that. On, <laughs> on, remember that shit? Yeah. It's so funny. You literally see, it's he's on the stage. Like, I don't know what it was, but it was some sort of political shit. And there's... There's important people on the stage or a conference, you know, and he's on a stage with the audience looking at him. He crosses his legs like this. He goes, ah, and he just crushes <laughs> his own nutsack. And it is so funny. Oh, my <laughs> God. It is so. You'd think you would learn to, you know, you get used to what's going on down there. <laughs> Sometimes you just pinch your nutsack. Caught him off guard. <laughs> is there so is there a theme to your. um community oh you're service. sober yeah yeah let's talk about that i forgot there is uh <laughs> my whole i'm sober even though i talk like a drug addict um and uh you know like uh maybe a the bad event that made you come out a better person you know led to sobriety some jail time i do have a moment of the reckoning. pilot this, your that, that was all in sobriety. <laughs> all that was in sobriety. <laughs> I did the most fucked up things been, in sobriety. You've been sober a long time, right? So I started. Uh, I went to rehab when I was twenty-five. Oh, and I'm fifty-two now. So twenty-seven years. This May, May twelfth was my twenty-seventh anniversary. Wow, that's so crazy. I'm six years sober. I'll be seventh August tenth. And this fucking quarantine is testing me, bro. I really, I don't, I'm not going to do narcotics and alcohol because they destroy you unless you're a normal person, which who the fuck is that? You know, what mm-hmm. is that? Anyways, uh, but weed, I've been tempted and everyone's like, it's just weed. I know it's just weed, but I'll, I turn into Snoop Dogg, dude. I'm just, I'll smoke all day, every day. And then it affects my life. But right now there's nothing to do. So I'm like, this is, marijuana is made for quarantine. I don't really believe marijuana is a drug, and I've said this a million times. It saved me from Oxycontin and cocaine and alcohol and got me off the true poisons. But I just abuse anything and everything, so it's like, fuck. Anyways, quarantine's got me contemplating my old... I've, I've, I've smoked weed from 12 to 29, bro. Like, I am a, I am a stoner. Well, you got, you got support. When you, if you're, you know, always, you could always text me or reach out to other sober people. I've been hit, I'll, uh, inhaling, I'll, I've been inhaling sage. It just gives I'll you a headache. You I'll hook you up <laughs> with some work, some with dank some herb. Kush? I got some dank herb. OG Kush? <laughs> no, dank herb. I just <laughs> wanted like to cop. say that. I got this herbals, <laughs> dankness. <laughs> you want to buy? Remember when weed was illegal? That's what people don't understand. I know I've sound so old saying this but i used to sell weed when it was highly illegal like you got caught with an ounce you're going to jail you know oh yeah it was crazy we it used to so have weird called, we used to remember nickel bags was that a thing yeah they, i mean not in high school but yeah 
they kind of upgraded 20s dub we call them dubs 20 oh 20 dubs bucks. see that a was gram. that was after my time but with me it was always like and this was in junior high school we buy a nickel bag and that was for five dollars and it was five joints a joint was a dollar yeah that was that schnickel fit swag that's that boo-boo weed back in I ohio the meth capital of the world that's where i grew is up is it really yeah people are just freaking dying tweaky tweaky because there's nothing talk about nothing to do man ohio is just bleak damn that's so weird i was born and raised here i don't i don't we always had stuff that was always drugs no <laughs> uh yeah it's just the beach the city that you know yeah, Ohio. I mean, I grew up, and I also grew up without the internet, so I had no idea that there were other gay people out there, that there was, uh, you know, places I could go that I wouldn't be, you know, hunted down and fucking beat up in the streets, you know? Like, I, God, I really had a rough life, man. I'm telling you. I went <laughs> no, to. that's insane. When I was in high school, my senior year, I went on a trip with my mom to Chicago. And that was the first time I ever went into a gay bar. I was with my sister. She was a year older than me. And we just walked into this bar, not knowing it was a gay bar, but we just walked in pretending we were knowing what we were doing. They didn't ask us for IDs, sat down at the bar, we drank. And we're looking around and we realize it's all guys. And I was just like, holy shit, this Wait, is where a gay was bar. This at? Chicago. Oh, nice. And so we went back every night. To that place. So I moved to Chicago <laughs> that night. I was like, whoa. God, I can't imagine being gay back then. I mean, now it's just a different era. I mean, I know that you're, for sure it's it's still fucked up and picked on and whatnot. But back in the day, oh. You had to keep that shit under wraps. And that I met one guy there, and we were making out the whole night in the bar, which I've never done since. But it, what did I know? I was fucking 17 years old. And we're just like macking on each other at the bar. And my sister was chatting with this other guy or whatever, just having fun. And then he's like, so he's like, we should just go back to my place. And I'm like, I my mom's back at the hotel. <laughs> he got so pissed at me. He didn't. Can we just fuck in the bathroom real quick? I can't exactly. That's so funny. Oh, Actually, man. can you sign my field trip slip? <laughs> <laughs> can you be my legal guardian? That's a really good tag. I love that. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, but I was so depressed when I got back from that trip to Chicago, when I got back to Ohio, and I went through a period of like days where I was just crying in my room because I'm like, I'm never going to be able to go back. I didn't, I didn't make... The, you know, it didn't occur to me that I could move there. I just felt like I was doomed by my own fear of, you know, being free. I wanted to stay in that Ohio-ness and like my safety of that. And like, I thought, oh, I'll never have that. You know, I'll never be able I, to. I hate change and I'm scared of it too. I, I'm just lucky I was born in LA, you know, because I don't like change. I hate that shit. I remember I would get upset when my mom would move to the couch when I was a kid. I was like, <laughs> it doesn't go there. I was like, but it's Christmas. We got to make room for the tree. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't. I hated it. I just, same, just creature habit. I mean, there's people I went to high school with that are just doing the exact same thing over and over again. I go, when I, last time I was in Ohio, I saw like two people that, that were, that are working at the same grocery store and just the only thing that's changing is their face and their gut. That's 
That's sad. Yeah, get out. Yeah, like experience life. There's so much there's so much to offer. You just got to take a you just got to take a jump. But uh but yeah, but I got sober when I was in Ohio. Am I supposed to tell the story of like the big thing that happened that sure, maybe yeah. help? We like to inspire people for change for better. Even though we're far from perfect, we've we're sober. We moved out of Ohio. No. <laughs> Go, going back to Ohio. Remember I was singing that song yeah. and we couldn't play it? Chrissy Hyde, the pretender. Oh, God, yeah. She, she grew up uh, like like a half hour away from me. The Rock and Akron. Roll Hall of Fame is in Ohio. Yeah, that's in Cleveland. She's Drew from Carey's Akron. from Ohio. Do you know who lived the next town over, and it's my age, and they went to the same school? Marilyn Manson and Macy Gray. Hmm. Nice. I love Macy Gray. I loved her in Training Day. She's a good actress. I didn't see that, but I'm I'm that, that they're my age. They're in my age group. We're in the same grade. Isn't that funny to think that we're in high school together, but just the next town over? Yeah. Marilyn, I saw Marilyn uh, and his band open up for Smashing Pumpkins. Oh, it was dope, man. I've been to a lot of live shows. Smashing Pumpkins fucking rip, shred. There's some bands. You know, you hear the album and then you go see them live and you're like, oh, man, that doesn't sound anything like it. Or, you know what I mean? A lot of times the album sounds better than the band live. Smashing Pumpkins sound way better live. Red Hot Chili Peppers are that way, too. Um, and yeah. the Red Hot Chili Peppers, I love their songs. Like, their recorded songs are very, very good. So I've never seen them in concert, but I can't imagine it being better than their records because yeah. i've they're they're iconic I they really just feel like got that my buddy said it perfectly he's like they got the formula down they just know how to make hits it's crazy like even their misses are still hits you're just like you know they're not doing like what's that album blood sexy sugar magic shit but uh i got to see them like a decade ago at coachella and they and they had uh, still had uh fucking John Frusciante or whatever I can't remember his name. Help me out there. That's close, uh, but yeah, he's he's the the guitarist, lead guitarist, mastermind behind the you know the music. And since he left, it's just it just went downhill. But I mean, them going downhill is still amazing. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. it's just like how can you be that good? Frusciante. 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 Yeah, like he made a solo album. It was it was okay. It was kind of weird. It's just like, I just get frustrated. It's like, all right, John, you get to, to ch- just stay in the band, man. <laughs> Aren't just they in their fifties the now? They're they're totally like in yeah. their fifties, right? Yeah, they. I remember my cousin bumping them. My older cousin uh, Don, she lives in San Diego, and uh, she had red hot pelly red hot pelly. I can't. See, Red I Hot should be Pellegrino. president. Hard hot pot, 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 pot. She had the shirts and the albums, and like gave it to me. I remember uh, listening to Violent Femmes and Red Hot Chili Peppers. This is like an '88, '89. You know, I'm like five and six. She's. I remember he- hearing that one song. Why can't I get a just one kiss? And then they say, Why can't I get a just one fuck? And I was like, like <laughs> little, like six or seven, whenever it came out, you know. And I was like, Oh, this is cool. This is cool, man. <laughs> She had a little hatchback Honda Civic or a Accord, you know, with the stick shift. And I remember, like, even looking at stick shift, be like, what's that? <laughs> and she's putting that 
tape in fucking tape cassette tape you know who i loved was no doubt oh yeah tragic kingdom was one of my first albums she could not be more beautiful gwen stefani She's gorgeous holy shit Holy shit. There's some videos that she's done where I'm just like, she's the most perfect looking person she's ever. Beautiful. I had the uh, the weirdest. I remember I went to, I might have been Best Buy. Remember that short store, Best? Just Best, the red store? You don't remember that? No, Best. Uh, anyways, but my, my first albums were so weird. It was like Alanis Morissette, No Doubt, like Wu-Tang. Uh, not enter 36 chambers the double wu-tang forever the double disc tupac all eyes on me bush green day dookie um yeah it's just all over the place you know yeah that's a really good range but then i stuck with the female singer like i didn't really get into bush or green day i just got it because everyone else had it and i just like they were like you need to get these albums i did appreciate it but i went i went towards female singers and hip-hop and it was just a, it's just a, a weird, you know, Alanis and Wu Tang, your first two CDs, like what? Uh, yeah, that's nice. So it was really, nice, you were you were able to open up to different genres. But wasn't she married to the Bush guy, Gavin Rossdale? Was Gwen? Married. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, the, I remember there was a story about them. They went to, uh, they went to a, a a party, a Chanel or Cartier. Cartier had a party for their fiftieth anniversary or something, and so. You had to be a star to be invited. So there was a hundred people there. Everybody laughed and got a little door prize on their way out, you know, a little whatever to yeah. take home. And it was a ring. And they were, let's say 98 of them were like cubic zirconia rings, but two of them, no one knew who, which two they were, were actual pink diamonds that were worth thousands of dollars, but no one knew who got what. It was all just left up to chance. Yeah. That's fun. Her and Gavin both got the pink diamonds. They were meant to be. And they did not return them or take them back. They kept them. <laughs> You're supposed to return them? No, like they, like you would think that they would just be like, oh, well, let's just keep one. Because they're already fucking rich and they don't yeah, need kid, it. Fuck that. But they both kept theirs. That's right. And I would I would do the same thing. I'd yeah. keep them too. The Lord of the Rings. Give me the swag, baby. Give That's me so the, dope. I want free shit. Yeah, I saw Bush at uh, K-Rock Almost Acoustic Christmas, and uh, he did a little speech about her before they got divorced. They're divorced now, right? Yeah. So sad. It's hard. He's to, he, he, I think he likes the dudes a little more than the... He's bi, but I think he likes... Mm. I think he likes the boys more that. than the, the women, and I think that that bothered Gwen. So then she immediately went for... Garth Brooks or whoever. Who's she banging? Some country guy. I have no idea. Tim McGraw or something? I don't know. I don't know. Do we but, have a, uh, Is there another gay person here that would know? <laughs> uh, Mr. Cat? <laughs> <laughs> He's like... Meow. Yeah, he uh, he said that they, he did K-Rock Acoustic Christmas with her, like, and they met there at, in, like, 89 or 90, you know, old school shit. It was just cool. Is cool. I went for my, I think for my 30th birthday, my friend took me to a No Doubt concert and it was just me and him and literally 5,000 13-year-old girls. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. All rocking out. 
Who was it? Blake Shelton. The guy from The Voice. The voice. Oh, oh okay. yes. Hey, so um, I don't know if you've been to K-Rock Acoustic Christmas. It's not acoustic. That's why it's almost acoustic Christmas. But that shit is so dope because they have a rotating stage. You see way too many bands, but it's actually good because it's short sets. It's not like everyone just does like, it, of course, depending like System of Down, close it out. They probably did a 45 minute set. Um, maybe an hour but most bands up top just do like 20 to 30 minutes so it's quick they play the hits and that's it and they have a rotating stage so literally it'll be Gwen Stefani and then she's done and then the stage goes and then the next band plays there's like one minute of downtime in between each band there's no setup so you're just able to see an ungodly amount of bands but like relatively quick and it's dope and That's it was amazing. Really, it was amazing. Where I went, was that at? Where was it was that? at the forum. I went to. It was two nights or three nights. How much does the ticket cost to that? May I ask? I got it free. Sweet. I got it free. Is that a fucking old lady? I'm just. Kidding. <laughs> I have no idea why I said that. <laughs> I immediately I don't thought know how I got it free. I think somebody couldn't go and they just gave me the tickets. And I like, immediately you want these thought three hundred dollar like, tickets, and I was like, Yeah, yeah. I thought I didn't got it. I would, old, I, had I would fuck, fuck an old lady. <laughs> I didn't for the tickets. I would try to fuck an old lady to go. I would tr- I would give it an old try. I could probably do it. An- it's overrated. An- another guy would have to be there to help me. Kind of keep me in the game. I've never. Coming on your balls. I've never had a sex with a woman. Never? Never. Not even in Ohio when you're trying to hide it? Not even Ohio. I had a girlfriend in high school You're that we really never. Gay, man. We just kissed like, really, once, really? and then I liked her because she had big calves. <laughs> <laughs> I like her because she looked like a Dick Bud kiss. She was like a real solid. She was beautiful, though. She was beautiful. Her name was Nicole. Her and I are still Facebook friends. Nice. She's got a oh, bunch fat of kids. Cast Nicole. <laughs> Come over here. Give me those catfish calves. I never, I'd never seen a Look girl. Look at the underbelly on those calves. I saw her. I met her when I was in ninth grade, and she was in eighth grade, and she was the first girl that I ever saw wear espadrilles. Espadrilles are like shoes. They're really pretty. They're cool shoes, canvas shoes. And uh, I just thought that that was so cool. Like, oh, my God. Who is this girl? I remember... Uh... My buddy, I'm not going to name his name. I'm learning lessons, baby. But he, uh, my Puerto Rican buddy with a thick accent, and he's told me a story how he got really drunk in Hawaii. And he's straight, has a girlfriend, fiance, maybe now. And uh, he said, yeah, I just got shit-faced. And, and this, this gay dude, like, helped me. And I was so grateful. And he hit on me. And I was just like, oh, fuck it. And he's like, I just made out with him. And then I was like, hey, like, maybe don't tell people this you know and then uh uh he told his girlfriend and uh, that's just funny <laughs> it's just funny did Isn't he like it? it or was he like oh, no it just... was just like a shit face thing and he just wanted the guy helped him so he wanted us like you're a nice guy <laughs> what's so weird to me i know this joke's been done a million times but it's so true like if a guy finds out his girl like was gay in college for years and just plowed pussy it's fine but if a girl finds out her man sucked 50 dicks in college just a little bit of a uh, 
isn't it? Is that a thing? Is that, that is that's a, thing. a real thing? But it's based on just how we see society, right? Yeah, yeah, it's based basically it's based on sexism because I I feel like you know guys have always portrayed you know to thought about two girls together is it's titillating, it's sexy, it's sexy you know. Yeah. But on the same hand, or on the other hand, girls don't really. Although there's some girls that watch gay porn and they kind of get into it, but most girls don't like the idea of two guys together. And of course, guys, straight guys, don't like the idea of two guys together. But if you if you look upon sex as a continuum, you can see that it doesn't. You, you don't necessarily have to be one or the other. Some people are sexually, you know, fluid, for lack of a better term. You know. Yeah. And that's we're understanding more and more about ourselves and our sexuality and we're, you know, where we're all at as people. And I think it's, I think it's come a long way. Hey pussy. <laughs> um, you were just, yeah, talking. I used to do that bit on stage, but kind of everybody does. It was just an early on bit where I would say like, you know, if a guy finds out the girl went gay in college, he's like, Call them up. Where are they at? Bring them <laughs> over. And then if a girl finds out the guy sucked dick in college, it's like they're getting a divorce. They're fighting over the kids. You shouldn't have sucked that dick. No kids for you, bitch. <laughs> and uh, you know, it's a good bit, but it's just been done, and it. I feel like. But see, people have always have, people equate two men being together as emasculating as it's not it's not a it's not a masculine thing to do when the irony of it is it's the most masculine thing you could ever do <laughs> to have man over there to have your him. dick in another guy that's the most macho thing ever <laughs> that's your point of view sir <laughs> it's so funny but, you know, even if it is effeminate, there's nothing wrong with being effeminate. You know what I mean? There's nothing I'm wrong. I'm feminine with... as fuck, bro. <laughs> I've been getting pedicured with my mama way before it was cool. <laughs> my whole life. You're the new male. You're I the swear new to male. God, I would go to tea parties with my mom and my aunt and my cousin and put on the hats. I miss that seven years old. Still love pussy and tits, bitch. <laughs> I don't know why I said that like, so aggressively. <laughs> but I'm just saying, you could go to tea parties and, you know, wolf some titties down. I'm going to tell you. Absolutely. <laughs> well, the thing is, it's like. <laughs> Absolutely. Your life is. He's so supportive. Your life is probably more fulfilling because you're open to those types of experiences you're not closing yourself off out of fear or ignorance you've you've seen what it's like i don't know if it's a mexican thing or whatever but it's just so much but there's a lot i was just gonna say i grew up with a lot of gay people my uncles are gay my cousins are gay my cousins do drag take you know push the titties up yeah and uh I, it was always around so i never really i never and i'm not a hateful person you know, I remember even in middle school, you know, and it's like your buddies would be mean to gay people. I'd be like, leave them below, you know, like, but that was just, it was the 90s. It was just homophobic. And that's how it was. I'm sorry. It wasn't me, man. Stop <laughs> looking at me. But you know what I mean? Like, you know, you came in, up in fucking Ohio, dude. I remember thinking, why, why would everybody, why is anyone afraid of us? Like, yeah. I loved effeminate men. When I was a little kid and I saw like an effeminate gay guy, I thought, Man, that guy is so free to just express himself and just to be who he wants to be and not care about anybody, you know, also, judging him. It's fucking hilarious. I'm sorry, man. But when you see like a gay dude like prancing, I just start, it just makes me laugh. <laughs> like, I'm not, 
I'm not picking. It's just funny, is it? Is that? It know? sure is funny. It's I work with. I've worked in West Hollywood for nine fucking years, and I just would love the flamboyantly. Yes, honey. Like when you get hit on by them, it's fucking funny, dude. I remember this one guy was like, "Yes, daddy, look at that hair." Oh, Pocahontas, get over it. I'm fucking <laughs> dying, man. They called you it made Pocahontas. Me, it made me feel so good. Like I started cracking up. But like, why do people? Hate on that. Just smile. How Take rude. the compliment. They called you Pocahontas. I don't give a fuck. It made me crack up. I never forgot it. It makes me so funny. It's and also we're just dudes are not used to being hit on like that. You know, I was like, yeah, I feel good today. <laughs> See, I I've never hit on guys. Like I'm not a hitter hitter honor guy. There was like that shit is fun. There's definitely the creepers though. I'm like, dude, get off me. I feel your pain, ladies. I know I can't, I can't, I don't know what you've been through, but I worked in WeHo for nine years. There's definitely some creepers. I'm like, I gotta go hide in the. It's in the, very creepy in the bread aisle. Like, get off of me, <laughs> sir. Get the fuck. But you know the other dudes that did it right, like call me Pocahontas. Like that was very joyful. I enjoyed it. I tell you, I when I was younger, I was fit and trim, and I never was the kind of guy and there's nothing wrong with it but there's a lot of gay guys that when they have beautiful bodies they just constantly want to show it they take off their shirt the drop of a hat i never did but there was one time my friends talked me into taking my shirt off on the dance floor you know because it was it was a summer party and it was during gay pride and i'm like okay i'll do it so i did it and everything was fine as i'm coming off the dance floor some guy grabs my ass and I had never had somebody grab my ass before. And I was so pissed. But you're gay. I know, but I was. Should have been like, hey, baby, <sighs> stick a finger in there. <laughs> I was so shocked. Sorry, I'm just I trying to be shocked. I was so shocked. <laughs> I was just, I, I was, of course, I was sober at the time. So everybody else was drunk. And I can't. I just felt like that was such a violation. And my friends were laughing at me because I I read that guy. To, I'm like, why would you think that you could just grab my ass? What makes you? He's like, because feel- I'm on ecstasy, sir. <laughs> now <laughs> just, give me that tokus. He just laughed. <laughs> tokus is a good word. But I guess I'm just, you know, I guess I'm just conservative about that. I would never just reach out and grab somebody's butt. Really. Yeah, I've never done that. That's the most <laughs> vulnerable, you know, grabbing somebody's ass. That, I've never done that to somebody I absolutely love that I'm completely close to. Don't touch Tukas. <laughs> <laughs> but now I'm like, grab on it. <laughs> now yeah. I'm just like, fuck it. Now you got stickers that say, I, grab this. <laughs> I'd love to be fucking That's so funny. I'm molested. about to piss my fucking pants so we're going to wrap this up in the next 10 15 but i we got to get to the nitty-gritty baby so there is a theme there is a theme to this podcast uh we need a good poo-poo story time you shit all over your diaper diaper just kidding like you shit your pants on the date or prom or the guy grabbed your tukus and you shat all over his (laughs) hands and it was acidic and it burned his flesh something like that real good one you Are you dial- serious? Yeah, baby. Because I don't, I don't have. No, you're gay. You gotta poop. I have something really close. <laughs> I have something I'm sorry, real close. I just keep gay, but you're gay. You got no. 
Dude, you've never shit your pants? Nope. You were a drug addict. You never did coke coke with baby laxatives and sprayed the walls? No. I've never done <laughs> come, co- I've never done on, cocaine. Man. Never took poppers and just shit a log out, a missile, and hit a guy in the eye. <laughs> you never shit a torpedo. T- I have a story about the time I thought I shit my pants. All right. What's up with these non-poopers, dude? I've never I've I have complete control. My bowels are you could set a clock by my bowels. My bowels are so they don't move until I hit <laughs> ten twenty North Vista. When I pull I've into my parking my space, then my bowels. <laughs> I don't poop anywhere else. I'm just a very uh, structured pooper. But I. Bah. This is a story about the time I thought I pooped my pants and I thought it was the end of the world. And this is the story that got me into rehab. And I was, <laughs> here it is. I was living with, uh, this, uh, my boyfriend at the time, he was severely addicted to marijuana. He smoked all the time, every day, all day. My type of guy. And I drank all day, every day. And we lived together in this like fucking skanky ass apartment in Ohio. And I was a very sloppy housekeeper at the time. I had this tall table next to my bed that had, magazines and mail and dirty ashtrays and coffee cups with mold in them and a big lamp on there. there. I had this big table next to my bed. It was my bedside table and I had a tablecloth on it. And so the cloth went down to the floor. So my little dog at the time, his name was Peebo. I named him Peebo after Peebo Bryson. He used to like to hide under there. He always hid under there. Peebo Bryson. People, Bryson is a singer from the 90s, 80s and 90s. Brilliant R&B singer. He sang uh, A Whole New World. A Whole New World. Oh, okay. The first rendition of it. But anyway. That's a good one. So my dog liked to hide out under there. And one night, uh, I was very, very drunk, as I usually was at nighttime at that point. And I had never fallen during my drinking. And I always prided myself on the fact that I had never fallen down. Or shit my pants, for that matter. And I've done both. <laughs> uh, as I was getting into bed, it's like three in the morning. I like stumbled and I fell against that table. And man, everything went flying. Like just the lamp, the coffee cups, the mail, the ashtrays. It was just a fucking mess. Broken glass everywhere didn't even look for my dog i just thought man i'm gonna clean that up tomorrow fell into bed woke up the next morning and my underwear is completely stuck to my butt you know like i'm laying there and i'm just like you know you've you just feel and i'm like my underwear is completely stuck to my ass and i was convinced that i had pooped myself like i i thought that's got to be it and I look down, and it's all blood, oh. dried blood. Oh. I cut my ass <laughs> when I fell against oh. the. <laughs> cut my ass, blood all over the bed, like the. You remember That's the Godfather sight. scene with yeah, the horse? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was like that, but no horse head. And then my next thought was, "Where's my dog?" I thought, "I'm gonna. I probably crushed him. He's probably because he was a oh, tiny little no. thing. Looking for him everywhere. Finally, I found him. He wasn't dead or crushed." And uh, I knew I had to go to rehab then. I, I absolutely had to go well, to rehab. Well, the asshole then. will do it to you. <laughs> I, I cut my ass, and I thought I killed my dog. 
That's pretty good. That's pretty good. No poopy. No Still, poopy. I can't fathom how nobody shits their pants anymore. But I don't <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. I'm just not relaxed enough. I need to. That Maybe that should be my goal. Be relaxed well, enough to poop my pants. Here's how you do it. Push every fart. <laughs> You're going to fuck up. I got to just do some business stuff. Let's thank. We, oh. Get out. No. <laughs> Bless you. I got to thank the new Patreon person. Thank you very much. Sherlyn Henriquez. Sherlyn Henriquez. Sherlyn? Did I say that right? Sherlyn. Sherlyn Henriquez. Thank you very Sherlin. much. Got a new Patreon subscriber. Everybody, thank you. This has been Eric Hahn. Very funny. Look him up. Brilliant comic. Good friend. Good dude. He's gay. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you to Patreon. Uh, you guys have been getting me through. I got denied my unemployment. I'll get. I'll get. I'll fight that shit. I'll win it. I'll get it back. And uh, please rate, review, like, subscribe. This shit helps me out. What else? My little notes. Oh, thank you once again. Uh, I whipped out my knife. I kind of Johnny Ivy Meds gave me this Berg Blades uh, Arizona Firefighter. I'm. I wasn't even into big knives, but now I am. Look at that beefcake. Anyways, go buy a knife during this depressed, suicidal time. That's amazing. I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's a fucking nice knife. An Arizona firefighter made it in his garage, bro. He made that. Yes, Burge Blades. Anyways, thank you, thank you, thank you, Eric. On, I'm gonna thank go pee pee. New Patreon persons, all the Patreon persons. Tequila. Oh shit. Yes, I gotta start tagging them in the post. Fucking, how could I forget this? Why is that not on the notes? First of all, thank you to Tequila. Elsa Tivo Tequila. Let me just pull them up. Um, Right here. Elsa Tivo Tequila. Right there. Sweet. We'll tag you in it. I got sponsored by Tequila. Is this a great country or this what? Is weird. <laughs> this is weird. You're a sober I, I, guy. I tweeted it. I was like, spo- I'm six years sober. I got sponsored by a tequila during the pandemic. They've been paying me for my fucking podcast. I've been forgetting to plug them. Anyways, Elsa, t- I don't drink because I go to jail. But when <laughs> you do drink, <laughs> Elsa Tivo tequila, it has happy terpenes in it. What Terpenes is something that occurs naturally in plants. A lot of them are in marijuana. Uh, there's CBD. It's terpenes. So... You should start drinking. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll relapse. So El Sativa uh, tequila is, is a w, double stimulant, and it has happy and energy terpenes. So you get drunk, you get happy, you get energy. I mean, come on, baby. If I'm going to relapse. <laughs> El Sativa tequila, baby. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I'll tag you in my Instagram, tequila. God bless you for sponsoring me and getting me through. And Patreon and merch. You guys have been buying merch. So fuck you on a point. Just kidding. I want it. I want it. I want it. <laughs> so thank you, everybody. I love you all. Eric Hahn. Peace. Bye.